Hi, everyone, and thank you for joining us with our top 10 for today. And today, our top 10 is, again, all the top 10 secrets as to how to stay married and stay married for a long time. And this is part two. And today, our guest is Doris Holloway from uh, Garner, North Carolina, who happens to be my mother and uh, was married to my father, Jay Mills Holloway, for 47 years. So it may seem like we're going on tour, uh, interviewing people as to all this you know, secrets of how to stay married and stay married for a long time. So now we are talking to Jay's mom, uh, an 87 year old who's got much experience and much wisdom to share with us today. And let me give you a little background first before we uh, talk to my mother, Doris. Uh, this is some research on marriage from the Pew Research Center. The landscape of relationships in America has shifted dramatically in recent decades from cohabitation to same-sex marriage to interracial and inter-ethnic marriage. But as the U.S. Uh, marriage rate has declined, divorce rates have increased among older Americans, believe it or not. In 2015, for every 1,000 married adults ages 50 and older, 10 had divorced. That's up from five in 1990. <clears throat> and among those ages 65 and older, the divorce rate has roughly tripled since 1990, believe it or not. Half of U.S. adults are married today, uh, a share that has remained relatively stable in recent years, but is down nine percentage points over the past quarter century and dramatically different from a peak of 72% of Americans being married in 1960. So that's all according to a new release census data. So without further ado, let's talk about uh, some of the secrets of staying married for people that have been married. Uh, my mother and father were married for 47 years when he uh, passed back in the year 2000, 18 years ago. So um, let's introduce you to my mother, Doris Holloway, who's with us today. And as my mother said, as my wife said, is 87 years old. And we're going to deal with the top 10. One of the... Um, uh, top 10 things was uh, humor in uh, your marriage, uh, Mom. And you mentioned that, uh, I guess my father was more humorous than you, but humor played a, a big role in your marriage? Yes, it did very much so that I'm a better person today for being with him 47 years. So so you, you mentioned as we talked earlier that um, you know, you, I guess you took yourself serious a lot, but he would help you not be so serious all the time? Yes. Uh, I'd have to say, okay, let's get serious. Because he would, he would joke a lot, but that helped you out? It helped me out, made me uh, not be as sad about a situation as I normally would be, because he always had a good answer for everything and a joke to go with it. You can be sad, and if everybody is sad about the same situation, it's not going to help your condition as much. And, but he always had a joke to go with something, and uh, it just helped you to pull out of your situation so much better because he wasn't going to be sad because it was a sad situation. Katrina, have you seen any of that in our situation that maybe I've gotten from my father? Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, number nine, 
is um, never push the other to do something that they really don't want to, to do. Uh, tell us about that. <laughs> well, the very first part of our marriage, uh, we discussed things we liked and we disliked and what was going to make me happy or what was going to make him happy. So the first thing he said was, oh, you know I don't like to cook. So don't make me cook. <laughs> so I kind of talked him into trying to learn something to do. And uh, he would say, uh, I don't want to cook. I'll say, well, let's have one thing that you can cook well and, and just specialize in that. And so every day or so I would say when I started my dinner, come on, let's, this is your day. He said, we'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> but tomorrow never came. And uh, then I said to him, don't make me pay bills. <laughs> so he did that so much so until when he would do the taxes. Uh, I would try to sit up with him until he finished them, got them ready for mailing. And if I was asleep, sitting up there asleep, he would sign my name and go on and mail the tax. <laughs> so we did things to try to make the other one happy. And those were two things that uh, I think played a very important role in our lives. All right. So that was um, number nine. Uh, what about number eight? You mentioned intimacy and how you were good for each other. It's okay. He's not here. You can go ahead and share. Yes, sir. Give us the lowdown. Give us the lowdown how you put it down. You said he was very attentive to you. Were you attentive to him? Yeah, we, we just uh, paired off very well. Uh, anything that made him happy, you know, I tried to do for him. And the other way around, you know, uh, he, he made me happy by doing Anything he thought I wanted, you know, he tried to do for me. And I know with uh, research, um, it shows that physical touch was very important, too. And you mentioned how affectionate he was as well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Um, he uh, always, wherever we were, uh, would always give me a lot of attention always uh, put me ahead of the crowd, <laughs> just very attentive to me, uh, very polite. Uh, he'd open the door wherever I was going. And, and <clears throat> as my sons got older and we'd get out of the car, they'd just about knock me down trying to get in the house first, which one was going to get in the house. He'd grab them and say, come back out here. Don't you see your mama? <laughs> so he taught them early in life, you know, how to treat a lady. You all were known uh, quite a bit in the uh, Raleigh community for dancing a lot. And uh, even where I go now, people would always say, you know, they remember you all dancing. So that was a lot of, I guess, touch and, and public display of affection and dancing a lot. Uh, was that important 
to you on the marriage. Oh, yes, very much. We, every dance we went to, before the music started, he was saying, come on, let's dance. I said, wait till somebody else gets on the floor. I don't care. I'm just, I'm ready to dance. Let's dance. And, and different couples would say they came to the, always wanted to see us on the floor. <laughs> and he had his little little quick dance and then he would do the show off and I'd have to tell him to calm down, you know, sometimes. <laughs> but he'd put his hands in his pocket and do that little skipping on the floor. <laughs> That's one thing I guess I did not inherit, but Catrill is a great dancer. Yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Number seven, uh, trust each other's judgment. I have a mutual appreciation for each other's judgment. Very much so. Anything I thought that he wanted or liked or suggested, whether if I didn't want it, I went along with it because I trusted his judgment. And same thing with me, you know, especially it was uh, on cooking or with uh, him dressing. Uh, to be uh, have give you one example, um, I think one of my sons was probably a baby at that time, and he went to a Valentine's party on the campus, uh, a campus you know party at at president's house, and I put his clothes out to wear, and he put on everything, and then we got to his shoes when those. Uh, black and white, you know, two-tone shoes they used to wear a long time ago. He had a, a new pair that hadn't been worn too long. And he put that on with his outfit. And I said, Jamie, that doesn't go with that. Let's not wear that. Why'd you buy them for me? <laughs> and so he wore them anyway. And when he got to the party, some of his office staff and some of our friends that we were close to said, Dr. Holloway, said, you look nice, but them shoes got to go. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he said, my wife told me not to wear these. So after that, he trusted my judgment so much, but came home. I said, uh-huh. I said, don't wear them, didn't I? <laughs> and for, for major decisions, too, you talked about even like purchasing a house or something. If you didn't agree initially, you, but you trusted his judgment, you bought your, your last house. Right, because I did not like the location, and I wanted a new house. And he saw this house that, you know, was, what, I guess 10 or 15 years old when we got it. And, but he promised to do all of the necessary, uh, you know, getting it ready for us to live in, which he did. and. I was very happy with it when he finished. Okay. And so now we're at um, number six. You mentioned about how you uh, managed uh, money well together. Give us an example of, of, of you partnering um, with your husband and managing money. Well, I had very little experience on uh, budgeting and that kind of thing, although. Uh, I did most of that for my mother, you know, paying her bills and helping her to manage her money. But we had very little money to manage. 
so um with him um being uh that was his uh business of of taking care of budget and that kind. The first thing he said, when you start to work, uh, we'll save your entire check. I said, no way can we do that. He said, oh, yes. So I said, you know, we can put in $100 a month or $50. But uh, we didn't really start out saving my whole check. But he tried. But then uh, I said to him, you know, we We'll we'll do what we can, but we have to pool our monies together. So I, you know, we had one bank account. Funny part about the whole thing was when we first moved to Raleigh, uh, we went to the bank, and he had been dealing with most of the banks around here anyway from school. So this lady that he had been dealing with most of the time at the bank, uh, we sitting there, and she said, uh, Doris. How do you want your name on here? And I said, Doris, no, Mr. and Ms. Holloway. And uh, she said, no, I don't suggest that because, you know, you need to put Doris Holloway on this. So Jay Mills, another one of his little funny things, he said, yeah, because my other Ms. Holloway <laughs> can come in here <laughs> and use it. So my other wife will come in here. Not, not funny, right? Not funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, of course, it tickled me because I knew, you know, how he joked. But the lady got very angry with him, and she turned all sorts of colors. <laughs> and she said, what do you mean? And, and, of course, you know, we ended up doing Doris Holloway. All right, Jay, number five? Number five, uh, your Christian faith. Uh, how important is that in a marriage to have the same faith and to worship the same way? I think there again, the family togetherness is quite important. And if once, especially when you have children, if you both of the same religious faith, there's no problem about who's going where on a Sunday, you know, and the children will not have to worry about, I'm going with Daddy this Sunday and Mama next Sunday, you know. So I think it's important to, to be of the same faith and, and to there, you know, going together as a couple instead of having to go your way and my way, you know. So I, I think that's a very, very important part of your marriage. Would you say practicing Christian principles as well in your marriage was important because worshiping is one thing, but practicing being a Christian is another thing, too? True. True. Very much so. Because you got something, well, leadership, uh, that you're going to be doing the same things the same way and thinking the same terms. Right. Okay. Number four is um, time shared with the in-laws. You said is, um, is an important thing in success in marriage. Uh, sharing that time, equal time with the in-laws. Tell us what you mean by that. Well, for instance, um, on holidays, 
especially if you're from out of town and uh, each family is in a different city, you don't ever have but more than a day or two, you know, when you're still working. And it's very important that you spend as much time with families as you can, especially as when they age a little bit. Uh, you, you have more things to be concerned about doing little things for your parents while you're there. So uh, if you're going to spend equal time, one holiday you can spend with one family, one with the other, or uh, it's going to be more important to, and take longer to do certain chores. So if you have a good understanding in the beginning, uh, you can spend, each of you can spend time with your families and then have one day back together as a family. I want to take a point of personal privilege to say um, I think that's a trait that um, I was able to take into our marriage, Catrille, and that we agreed on that's important. And it's ironically, it's, I guess it's not ironically, it's the reason why we're here now because we've spent, uh, we spent three or four days on vacation. We spent three days with Catrille's family and spent three days with, with, with you now. And so uh, we've been able to put that in practice. So I think that's uh, something that was passed on. There you go. And so you understand, and as a parent now, and in the other role, you understand how important that is on the other side now, being a recipient of that. And don't feel that when I'm with my wife's family that that's taken away from you. Right, right. I understand that uh, the importance of seeing your children and being with them. And I think you accomplish a whole lot more with each family when you split up. And then even if you don't have but a short time when you come back together, you've accomplished something with your family, which is important. Well, we've heard uh, seven of the top 10 things from Doris Holloway about um, uh, secrets to a long marriage. And we're going to come back after this break with the final top three that you're going to hear from Doris Holloway, who was married to my father for 47 years. And uh, that was from 1953 to the year 2000. And it's now 2018 when we're doing this interview. We'll be right back with the final top three. Stay tuned. We are the light of the world. Have you embraced your shine? Join First Baptist Church of Glen Arden to learn how to live a life that shines at the He Loves Me Women's Conference. This event takes place October 4th through the 6th in Upper Marlboro, Maryland. Hear inspiring speakers Bishop Rosie O'Neill, Joe Saxton, Jada Edwards, and music artists Gay R. Buckle and Corin Hawthorne. Be empowered to reflect and share the love of Christ. Visit fbcglenarden.org to register today. All right, now we're back with our final um, top three of our top 10, how to stay married and stay married for a long period of time. And we ended up um, number uh, four with time sharing with your in-laws. And again, that can be your extended family, your uh, up close and personal family. And now for number three, family orientation. So that means different roles you play within the family, spending time with each other as a couple. Um, you also shared with us, um, Mama Doris, about you know how you 
uh, spent time with each other and with the kids. So the roles that you and your husband played in spending enough time with the kids as well. So share with us a little bit of what that looked like in your household. There were days when uh, you have a good day. There were days when you had a busy day that you didn't have any me time. And me time, I mean time for yourself. So on those days, if I needed some extra time to do things or to get away, I'd call him before he left work and say, what's, what's on your schedule tonight? What do you need, dear? <laughs> and I would say, I need some me time. So he said, uh, well, what do you want to do? I said, just get away for a little bit. So I'd go out to the mall with no money, but plenty of time. Sometimes I'd just go and sit out on the bench and just watch people. But um, occasionally I'd have a dollar to I could get one thing before if it wasn't anything but fingernail polish and uh, but he'd stay home he said stay as long as you want to I'll be here but when I get back uh, I would have left dinner already so he'd feed my two our two sons and he would have you know if they were in school they had their homework done and uh, he'd have them get the bath and, and in the bed when I came back. Then we had time together. And uh, I would tell them that after nine o'clock was my time that, you know, don't call mama. <laughs> <laughs> so they'd call daddy when they woke up at night. So I know we also spent time um, when we talk about family orientation, eating together, dinner, you know, uh, traveling together. Uh, were those also important points, and was that intentional? It was very much so. Um, I felt that in the mornings you were rushing to get out and go to school or wherever. So dinner was very important to me uh, because lunchtime you were not going to see each other. And dinner... Uh, we would not have dinner until Daddy came home, and that was always uh, later than I wanted to. But we'd wait for him to come home, and we'd all sit down as a family. Number two um, that I've heard you say quite often is uh, one of your secrets to uh, a lifelong, a long-term marriage is making each other happy. What do you mean by that? Well. Uh, Everybody has something that they want to do in life or happy or makes them happy. And uh, Jay Mills uh, like family gatherings and going places and doing things together. He liked camping, but I did not because that was not a vacation to me because I was still cooking and picking up behind them. and that kind of thing, and it was no vacation for me. So, But I would go because it made him happy. And uh, he just said, you know, uh, oh, it's a good time. Let's go. But it, I knew getting away from the campus and from his job meant a lot to him. And being with us as a family was just very 
very happy. And uh, he'd go to his meetings when we went away and come back in and ready to go. And we, <laughs> I'd been there all day uh, going around running after them. I wanted to stay home, but uh, it made him happy to be with us. So we just enjoyed as a family. And I, I did everything I could go along with his ideas. What did, what did he do to make you happy? Well, I've always liked to shop and buy little things, you know. And uh, when we'd go on a trip, he would we would schedule that we walked in twos, and uh, they were always wanting to be with their daddy. They didn't want to be with me because daddy go with daddy. They were going car racing or something man stuff you know and i wanted to go shopping so they didn't want to go shopping so but anyway daddy spoke up and he said it's your time to be with your mama (laughs) all right people we are down to our number one of our top 10 how to uh, stay married and stay married for a long time and we are finally at number one and that is again this is what you chose mama doors choosing the right person or having the, the same background as a person. So what do you mean? Can you share with us a little bit when you say choosing the right person? Well, you should be of similar backgrounds. Uh, and I mean by that, um, the person that you choose should be somebody you both should have had uh, Two parents, your parents living together and not single parents. And sometimes you grow up without a father figure, a mother figure, you know, separated. And uh, you just like do similar things. And uh, as a family, your two uh, situations should be very similar. Uh, And I don't think the single parent thing will do it a lot it, you mean if if one has a two parent other has a single parent Is that what yes yeah. and let me let me ask for clarification on that because in today's society unlike when you were married in the 50s early 50s there's a much higher rate of single parent households and 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 so it's difficult now for people listening today to do that just by sheer numbers so would you say that if uh, if both people grew up in a single parent household, they would be more compatible than uh, if one married another one that came from a two parent household. Uh, I think I think it, w- it would make a big difference in having the same same background, same background rather than one with one background and other one because. They're not going to agree on the problems that you're having as much because you do what you want to do. You know, if you want to be a good parent and want to do certain things, you'll try to do it. But if you don't want to do it and just say, I'm not accustomed to that, you don't work toward goals. All right. Does that answer your question? That answers the question. (laughs) 
And we thank you for uh, sharing your secrets over 47 years with uh, Doris Holloway uh, and your marriage to Jay Mills Holloway for uh, 47 years from 1953 to the year 2000. That's a long time. It is. And today... I'm here at 87. Amen. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you. Thank you.